Hey folks, Arvin Hammer here, and today we're gonna to be talking about the MAC, the Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Challenge, which is gonna be the first of the 10 remaining sanctioned events of the 2019 CrossFit Games season. There's a whole lot to talk about here. Let's get to it. The Mid-Atlantic Challenge is gonna be a three-day event. It's taking place Friday, Saturday, Sunday, April 12th, 13th, and 14th, which is my 30th birthday, in case you're wondering. And it's going to be live streamed on the Mac Facebook. There's a link to that in the description of this video. But according to Morning Chalk Up, the live stream is likely to only be for the elite division. So if you're hoping to watch any of the other divisions, you're probably out of luck there. Speaking of the elite athletes, let's go ahead and dive in, take a look at one male, one female, and one team to keep our eyes on because this event is an interesting one. It's directly after the CrossFit Games open, but it's still within that window that the CrossFit Games open leaderboard isn't locked yet. So there are plenty of athletes here who are within qualifying positions on the leaderboard who haven't officially gotten their invites. So there's still, still going to be some confusion at the end of this weekend with who wins and who gets the invite out of it. But let's go ahead and, and talk about some of these elite athletes to watch for. On the men's side, I wanna highlight Sam Quant. Now, Samuel Quant is young, he's very talented, and he has experience at the CrossFit Games. He's qualified twice before, 2016 and 2017 with a career high finish of 16th place in 2016. And that type of balance just feels really good. Hopefully though, you know, over time his placings aren't gonna keep matching the year that he's competing in. Either way, he missed out on the 2018 CrossFit Games because of an injury. And when I reached out to him earlier this year throughout the Open where he was really performing exceptionally well, he was telling me that he's injury free, he's healthy, and he's feeling as fit as he's ever been, better than he's ever been in fact. And that is clearly showing because he's currently sitting in an unofficial qualification spot through the CrossFit Games Open. And that means that if he does really well at the MAC, if he qualifies out of the MAC, if he wins the MAC, the invite from that sanctioned event isn't gonna go to him, it's gonna trickle down, it's gonna backfill down the leaderboard to whoever the next person is that does not have a spot at the CrossFit Games already. On the women's side, this name should not be a surprise to anybody. Danny Spiegel is gonna be one to watch, and she's been one to watch this entire season, really coming into her own in the 2019 CrossFit Games season, competing at three other sanctioned events before the Open even wrapped up, and locking up a spot for the CrossFit Games in the open by both placing in the top 20 worldwide and unofficially being the US national champion on the women's side. Impressive performances out of her. We've seen her do some really crazy things, including one of my favorite performances of the season so far, the uh, handstand walk snatch ladder event from Wadapalooza. Just a spectacle and a real great showing of what it means to have both the high-end weightlifting and the gymnastics side of things. And that is going to pay off at an event like the MAC, considering some of the workouts that they're gonna be testing. Now, Danny Spiegel, like I said, like Sam Quant as well, already unofficially has her spot for the games through the Open, which means that if she were to win the MAC, her invite will yet again, just like on the men's side, trickle down and backfill to the next person that does not have a spot at the games. On the team side, you really wanna keep an eye on Travis Williams. This is the third iteration of his team that he's put together. The first was at Dubai, the second was at Wadapalooza, and this one, 
is probably better than either of those two. And based off of the conversations that I had with him leading up to this team being put together and when he told me who's gonna be on this team, it kind of blew my mind because this is truly a super team, a team of very talented games athletes who each has their own specialty within the overall fitness that made them individual games athletes. The four members of Travis Williams's new team, the Misfit Team Misfit, are Travis Williams, Roy Gamboa, Jen Smith, and Alexis Johnson. These are four, like I said, very talented individual athletes. Each one of them on top of that has sort of these little specialties that really is what's gonna add to a team competing against other super teams. When you have four athletes who are all very well-rounded and some of them have really high peaks, for example, Roy Gamboa is just ungodly strong. I mean, he has he has mega strength. I don't I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, he has mega strength and he's incredibly fit, very mentally tough and an athlete that you can never count out but is one that really flies under the radar for a lot of different events. You're going to start seeing these sort of high peaks start playing into events. Now, it's not necessarily going to be like Dubai style all the programming is kind of individual programming where one person can really shine. You know, at the end of the day, the fitter team is what's going to round out on team style events. But like I said, when you have individuals who are all very well-rounded and yet each of them has these interesting specialties that they can bring to the table when it calls for it, they can kind of fill in the gaps in each other's well-rounded fitness and also shine when the time comes. So let's talk the individual events because there are there are a handful of events here that I, I'm really interested in seeing how they pan out. And overall, I think potentially the MAC can be the best programmed sanctioned event so far. Now on both the team and the individual side, we're gonna be seeing one art max snatches and one art max clean jerks out of the athletes, which is in and of itself always fun to watch these athletes really just throw around redonkulously heavy weights. But what I'm, I'm excited about on the individual side are two different events of which there are three scores. The, the first event that I'm excited about is a 2K ski into grace. And that is going to really test these athletes and their cardio, their, their capacity, their muscle endurance, as well as sort of just how good they can move under fatigue, under all that, under all that upper body fatigue that happens during the skier. We saw something kind of sort of similar to this happen at Strength and Depth. It was a Bronislav uh, Olinkovic, uh, off the top of my head, by the way, wow. He crushed it by going real slow on the, on the assault bike. They did 30 assault bike calories and then Grace. He crushed it by going real slow on the assault bike and then, and then just destroying Grace unbroken at that point. But what we're going to see here, I think, is an event that is going to both favor the pacer, but also work in favor for the athlete that can really turn it on for the last 10, 15 or so reps of a workout like that. Now, as you add a little bit of time, as you make it a 2K ski as opposed to a 30 cal sprint, the trap of the 30 cal sprint isn't quite there. Right? These athletes are too smart to try and go all out 
on a 2K ski sprint before doing grace. The next individual event that I'm really excited about is actually a two-parter. And part one is probably the worst way, the most brutal way you can spend 10 minutes in the gym, and that is a 10-minute max calories on the assault bike, which is an event that is truly a, a mind-boggling combination of the most amount of time 10 minutes could possibly take with the least amount of time that 10 minutes could possibly take. It's like you get into the edge of a black hole and reality bends. Nothing really matters while you're in there. Everything hurts, including just parts of you you didn't even know existed. And if that's not enough, they get a one-minute break and go into running on an air runner, sandbag carries, and handstand walks, which is this, this interesting and really elegant pairing of odd objects and gymnastics work with some cardio. And if you're wondering what it feels like to get off of a 10 minute max calories on the assault bike, only rest one minute and then start another major movement-based and cardio-based event, my guess is it's gonna feel pretty awful. I mentioned earlier that everyone, individuals and teams alike, are gonna be doing snatches and clean jerks for maxes for scores, but one of the things that I'm excited about uh, this event, other than seeing everyone lift a whole lot of weight, is that the team programming is truly well-rounded in terms of team programming. Outside of that max event, there are synchro events, there's multiple warm events, there are there's a relay event, and so what we're seeing is uh, a programming that is both going to test the individual athlete's strength and fitness, as well as the team cohesiveness, as well as the strategy the teams take in approaching these workouts. And that's exactly what you want to see when it comes to picking really, really good teams and selecting for the best team in CrossFit, in my opinion, at least. So the Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Challenge is coming up. It's this weekend, and it is going to be kicking off what is the back half or the back two-thirds of the 2019 CrossFit Games season before we get to the Games, which is really fascinating place to be because it's still within that window where the open leaderboard hasn't been locked yet. There's still questions about who has invites from what events and from what qualification methods, which means that it's all going to be in flux. This is going to be more of what we've seen out of the first five sanctioned events, where it's not necessarily the case that the winners are going to be taking those spots, those invites at the CrossFit Games. It could very well backfill down to second, third, fourth, even fifth in some of the divisions. And so I think it's really interesting to see how this one plays out because as the 2020 season starts off with the CrossFit Games, there will be sanctioned events that are within that window of the open leaderboard not being locked yet in 2020. So this is going to be a little bit of a preview of how exactly maybe those events are going to be dealing with their qualification, how those events are going to be dealing with the invited athletes and the sort of conundrum that those uh, questions sort of sort of place, as well as whether we're going to be seeing big names show up to events that are directly after the CrossFit Games open. I mean, you know, only a couple weeks after the open is wrapped up. Remember, folks, there's a whole lot going on in our sport, and it's easy to miss some of the most interesting and exciting stories. That is what I am here for, and. 
I really appreciate all of your support. Like I said, last video, we're basically right there at 14,000 subscribers, which is pretty mind blowing. I launched this thing a year ago. I've been working hard at it. I hope you guys enjoy all the content. And if you do, please share, like, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Let's keep this conversation going. I said in my very first video on this channel, I started this thing because there are conversations about our sport going on all over the world, and I want to be a part of as many of those as possible. So let's keep this thing rolling, you know what I mean? I'll see you guys soon with recaps, hopefully, of day one, two, and three of the Mid-Atlantic CrossFit Challenge, and I hope I am gonna make it through my 30th birthday weekend. Thanks so much, folks. I'll see you guys next time.